0: the wind is cold, but the weather is actually quite nice. We have a lot of sunshine and it's dry. It's not raining, which uh, in the Netherlands around this time of the year is an absolute plus. Today on this episode of The Walk, I want to talk about something that may be on your mind and may actually cause you to wonder, okay, so how do I deal with this? And I... Want to talk about how to handle the deluge of very violent, unsettling news that comes to us via our social media feeds, on the radio, on television, wherever we go, even in conversations. Um, This is something that happens from time to time, when there is a disaster somewhere in the world, or a war breaks out, um, and you see these images, and it's so much, it's so overwhelming, it's so stressful to be constantly confronted with all that uh, unsettling news. And in this episode, I would like to offer you some some advice, um, tell you a little bit about how I handle situations like that in the hopes that it can also help you and comfort you a little bit. Um, But before I do that, I want to talk about my mirror. (laughs) My bathroom mirror. Because um, a a small catastrophe occurred a while ago. Um, And it was all... The fault of a book that I was reading, written by Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins is an author that you may be familiar with, at least with her name. She is uh, very popular on social media, and uh, she has written a book that uh, became an absolute bestseller a couple of years ago, called The Five Second Rule. Hey, doggy! It's like I start recording, and there are dogs. <laughs> Is there an owner of this? Oh, there's a second dog. Like an identical twin, almost. He hasn't seen me yet, so let's see if I can get away. <laughs> so, <clears throat> she wrote a book called The Five Second Rule. This old man is going down the hill on a, on a bike. That is very courageous because this is full of big um, holes in the road and everything. Hmm. I hope he's going to be okay okay. the dogs are now running after him that's good <laughs> well that's not good for him, but it's good for me anyway so um the five second rule is a book about uh a a mechanism that she had discovered where if you are in a negative mindset um, with lots of like inner kind of self limiting thoughts uh there is a five-second rule that you can apply to snap out of it it's basically just to to disrupt your train of thought by doing like a countdown five four three two one and then whatever (laughs) you you do you think of something else or you yell something or it's it's all about and this is scientifically i think uh, sane advice where uh, oftentimes uh, if you want to stop a certain uh, train of thought. Pattern interrupt is what works the best. This is also something that you can apply in a positive way to keep people's attention. Um, do pattern interrupt. I, I use that all the time in my homilies when I see that people are starting to nod off or doze off. Then I change my voice all of a sudden or I tell an anecdote and then most people will snap back into into it because I interrupted that kind of droning pattern of my voice and... And then they perk up. They're like, "Okay, what's happening now? What's the, what's the next story?" Um, this is also something I use in my podcast with the uh, jingles and like same things. Pattern interrupt, uh, or even when I talk about the dogs here, uh, that is also pattern interrupt, where <laughs> I address the war, and then oh, if you, you, all of a sudden you've got these silly dogs in 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 your your in a, the the eye of your mind of how you say that, and this old guy on his. On his rusty bike going downhill at full speed. Um, so pattern interrupt uh, was the five second rule. And then she wrote another book. Um, which I started reading. I think a year ago. Maybe even longer ago. I was, I was looking for books that I had already started reading. Um, to finish. Because I don't like to have these open ended. Um, uh, bookshelves or books on my bookshelf. Where uh, I started reading it. And then for some reason I switched to another book. So, I found this book, and it was called The High Five Method. And it was all kind of in the similar vein as The Five Second Rule. Um, this book um, was focusing even more on how to uh, deal with self-limiting negative thoughts, or doom-thinking. I'm not sure if that's a the English term, but in the Netherlands we we say doom denken which has a nice alliteration which is denken is, is to think and doom is well same thing doom um, and her high five method uh is uh, basically uh, the advice to um, to give yourself positive affirmation as much as you can and there are various different things that you can do and that she proposes um, but but the most simple thing is to start your day if you're in front of the mirror, by giving yourself a high five in the mirror or to the mirror. (laughs) And in the first chapter, she introduces this concept. So she's standing in front of the mirror and then she smacks the mirror with her right hand, giving herself a virtual high five. Apparently, according to um, uh, the the way our brains work or I don't know if it's really scientifically proven, but the fact that you are... Seeing yourself in the mirror, giving yourself a high five, uh, uh, kind of externalizes this, and it reinforces the positive effect of that. Um, in theory, the thing is, in, in the Netherlands, we it's only recently that we've become more um, that we've become more accustomed to this whole high five thing. I, I remember a couple of years ago, I didn't know what it was uh, because, well. It's, just not how we encourage other people so the high five is definitely something that snuck in through the kind of the american television culture and movies and and now kids know what a high five is they call it high five as a child i had no idea what a high five was but anyway so as i am not really familiar with the concept of high five why is my watch telling me something oh yes i want to record my outdoor walk thank you very much Okay <laughs> um I don't like that the thing was vibrating. I was like, what's going on? okay, um, I'll get extra brownie points for 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 um for chronicling my walk so the the idea of of, of encouraging yourself of course, is something that I can totally recognize, and I've also benefited tremendously from. Um, applying the, ide- the, the, the pattern interrupt and to um, to, uh, to motivate myself with positive affirmations. So my self-talk has changed a tremendous amount in the past few years. Um, I, I would always kind of berate myself or I would yell at myself like, come on, you have to record that podcast or you have to work harder, etc. And now um, much, my self-talk is way more like reframing situations and it's okay good for you that you took your time to take some extra rest good for you that you slept in a little bit and uh, you give yourself more time to recover from the weekend and that will refresh your ideas etc so I'm always trying to be very positive and encouraging towards myself Uh, as if I'm talking to a friend I would never want to talk down on someone to someone and say oh you you suck you're you're lazy you're not doing anything but i talk that way to myself or i have been doing that for many years so that i wanted to give it a try and give myself a high five in the mirror and so (laughs) maybe this is also why i stopped reading the book so i'm standing in front of the mirror in the morning and i had just shaven and then i'm thinking oh yeah i got to do the high five in the mirror so i smack The mirror with my right hand. And the mirror falls off the wall. Well, not entirely, but it's this this very big mirror. And it's apparently attached to the wall with some hooks, but the hooks themselves are not very large. And so uh, the whole thing comes loose. And now it won't stick back. Fortunately, I have a big tap in the center, and so it, it, it kind of felt towards that tap and that held it upright. otherwise it would have shattered on the ground probably so i, I was like oh what's happening and uh, and then i tried to fix it with uh, um with duct tape but apparently duct tape doesn't really work that well in wet environments so the whole thing the whole mirror constantly comes kind of s- s- detaches itself from the wall again and and i need to find someone who can help me fix it in a better way but it's a big mirror and i can't do that by myself um so yeah that's one of the downsides of uh uh of, of being um very academically schooled but not much in terms of just the stuff that you that, are, that is actually useful in day-to-day life. So anyway, every time I see that mirror, I don't think of positive reinforcement, but I'm always inspecting it. Is, is it coming off the wall? Oh my gosh, I need to add more duct tape. So there's now on both sides of the mirror um, are a whole bunch of of strips of, of duct tape, and it just doesn't work. Anyway, so I stopped reading the book, but the other day I finished it. And... Uh, what I really liked about the book is um, it gives a, a plethora of examples of how you can limit yourself unnecessarily. Um, and a lot of it is very recognizable and relatable. And, and, and to a certain extent, I felt like I, I don't think I need this book anymore. I should have read this maybe three years ago. But um, I already understand how that works and how it impacts my um, my overall feeling of well being and and i 've learned to reframe my own thoughts, but nevertheless it 's a good reminder, and uh, it also addresses the the temptation to dwell onto uh, whatever is negative around you so um, it 's this tendency that we have to look at ourselves as the victim or, or the helpless. Person in the back of the car, uh, whereas someone else is driving and and is determining the direction, and we feel helpless and powerless. And this brings me to today's topic of how do you deal with um, all that very uh, worrisome, sometimes visually shocking news? The first thing I want to say is it is totally okay to step away from all that news. It is totally okay in difficult situations like this where a lot of uh, horrific things are happening in the world to step back from it and to focus on something else and to put your even to put yourself on a on a diet to restrict your exposure to the news. Now, the reason that I say this is And then I'll get to some of the objections that you may have. Um, We are not made to deal with this kind of intense negativity. Uh, We are, are of course, resilient. And there are moments in our lives where the cross is very present. And we have to deal with unexpected uh, bad news or... um, Moments in our life where we feel overwhelmed by I don't know sickness or or setbacks or uh, uh, we have to deal with with difficult situations at work or in our in our family life. So life will give us our share of difficult moments, but I don't think that we are meant to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders, which is how you sometimes start to feel when you see this overwhelming evil in the world and this violence and all these heartbreaking images. Um, We are also empathetic beings. We cannot but be impacted by uh, the suffering that we see around us. This is, I think, one of the qualities of our human existence. We can feel what other people feel, and we do it automatically. Uh Uh-oh, dogs ahead of me one two three four dog okay four dogs let's see what happens um but that quality of course which helps us to want to help other people um it's it's not something that we should uh deny but it has a downside and that is it is wide open and it can also uh make us want to uh Okay, that's two dogs, two to go. <laughs> Hello. And these four dogs are walking past without even noticing me. That is wonderful. They're tiny dogs, so they probably can't even see the microphone that I'm holding <laughs> that maybe It's usually the bigger dogs that are jumping up anyway uh, so that that a great capacity of em- of of being able to empathize can also. Overwhelm us in the sense that when we're watching the news and we see all this suffering, like our heart pours out compassion and uh, we feel the despair we we are sad, we are enraged, we feel all these very strong emotions. The thing is it 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 doesn't stop it just goes nonstop this is a bit a little bit with the the way the media are structured like there there is just a lot of news all around us there there are no safe spaces anymore. Um, and so, if you are following whatever radio show, you know, I'm not talking about podcasts, but, but but linear radio, every hour there will be a news bulletin, and every hour you will get news about okay, so this has happened, and this attack, and this retaliation, and it just goes on and on. And so every hour, you're triggered to feel those emotions, and that can lead to. Emotional overload, especially if you're in a vulnerable situation where you already have to deal with, you know, difficult things in your own personal life. And that those may not be at the scale of a, of a war or, or a, a natural disaster, but they can still um, require a lot of your energy. So if you overload yourself with all these emotions that are triggered by uh, the, the news that we take to us... We are um, risking of overburdening ourselves and to feel, to get into this loop of negative thinking and we may even experience anxiety uh, because we feel powerless, we feel very small when confronted with all this big world news. And so, I don't know if this is a real path or not. Uh Oh, where is this going? Oh, we have pretty pretty mushrooms, though. Maybe I have to come back here and take some photos. I always love to explore. Oh, boy. Okay, so this is definitely the path less explored. Or how do you say that in a nice, literal, literary way? The the path less trodden? <laughs> is that how you say it? So there, there are trees, big trees that have fallen over the path. And I need to climb over them. Oh, well. A little bit of an adventure. Uh, but I'm glad the sun is still, uh, is still uh, shining. It's setting. It will be gone in an hour from now. But through the branches, the golden... This is the golden hour. It's beautiful. Uh, but it helps me also to uh, avoid... Oh, this is where we are. Now I know. This is our one of our training locations for the running group. This is where we do hill training. So I'm going left now, and then the road goes down quite steeply. And sometimes on, on days like these, we are uh, asked to run up this hill time and again, like for half an hour. It is one of the most ex- exhausting uh, uh, forms of training. Very healthy, but oh my gosh, I hate it. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm still not uh, participating in the training. Because of my feet, so I went to see the podologist or like the food expert the food the feet expert foot expert I'm not sure what the the word is and um and it turns out the uh, f- f- first assessment that I got a couple of weeks ago is correct um, my feet do need to uh uh have some e- additional support so they're going to make these like soles that I can put into my shoes so that's gonna he's gonna make them next week and that will get rid of the pressure in the front of my foot, oh, and then ultimately, the irritation that I'm currently feeling, that is causing the pain in my feet after um, I run or walk, it should, should, um, should disappear. So I'm glad that it can be fixed, but anyway, why am I talking about this? I, I don't know. <laughs> little So um, it's, it's very important for yourself to avoid that negative. Loop where, um, before you know it, you're you're reaffirming um, your helplessness, which can then also have a, can can have an impact on everything in life, where you uh, you feel powerless and you're not as inclined as you would normally be to undertake things or to do positive things. So here is um, one of the objections. But hey, Father Roderick, how can you tell us not to watch the news? Shouldn't we be compassionate? Shouldn't we pray for these people? And I would say, yes, absolutely. But never forget that in the Bible, uh, especially in the gospel, Jesus protects his disciples from too much misery and suffering. Um, There are times, he, he doesn't shy away from it and... Uh, on the contrary, he brings his apostles along with him to go help wherever they can. But when the crowds just keep coming and there are just thousands of people that bring their sick, pe- the, the, the yeah, the sick and the outcast, etc., and the apostles have been with Jesus for the entire day, he sends them away. He said, "Go get some rest." And then he is taking care of the crowd. This is, I think, a very important spiritual attitude where you know i don't I, I don't believe that we are meant to to harden our hearts and to completely ignore what's happening in the world. no, but we have to acknowledge that we are not the savior of the world. We are disciples we, we follow jesus we we try, but we also have to take good care of ourselves. We cannot love our neighbor if we don't also. ...love ourselves and take good care of ourselves. Because if we become overwhelmed uh, by all this negativity, um, it can paralyze us. So this is why I think uh, you, it, is, it is totally okay to step away from all that news. And if you feel, and just follow your own conscience and your own heart. If you feel that it's too much or people in your own surroundings are constantly talking about the war... ...or about whatever is going on in the world at that moment feel free to tell them, hey, um, I feel a little bit overwhelmed by this, so if it's okay with you, I'll step away from this. You know, just be be honest about how this is Im- uh, impacting you um, and, uh, and, and go do something else. Do a pattern interrupt for yourself. That's not escapism. Or if it is, it is healthy escapism, but it is a way to rebalance yourself. And so... Um, What I would advise is, if you feel overwhelmed, and and you also feel a bit guilty of, you know, stepping away from it all, before you step away from it, put it on God's desk. You know, I always imagine that God is sitting there in his office, and he's got this big desk, and uh, there are a whole stack of requests and problems on that desk, and you can just put your own worries for the world on top of that, because God listens to our sorrow, and He uh, He He has a capacity uh, that far surpasses uh, the, the the sum total of uh, all our worries. Um, and if there is one person who can change the hearts of, uh, uh, of, of of those involved in all that all those atrocities, it's God Himself. We can't change these large we can't impact these large-scale events but god maybe can so leave it to him and then feel free to take some time for yourself and and uh listen to some music i uh, tell you and this is another way another thing that i learned from the high five method and uh, from mel robbins is rephrase everything that you feel so instead of telling yourself, I feel so overwhelmed by all this, these horrible images of the war, you can also say, um, I'm, I'm aware of the fact that the world is in a very dark place. But I'm also know, I also know that I'm called to be a bringer of light. And so what can I do today to create peace around me? And I can just start with your own personal life create some peace in your life listen to some music close your eyes and take a few minutes of meditation how can i bring that peace to the people around me well maybe if they are also struggling with all this negativity give them some words of consolation and uh, encourage them to um, not take the weight of the world on their shoulders either See if you can do something positive that makes someone happy. It doesn't have to be immediately related to sending money to the affected areas in the world where there is a disaster. You can you can do something for someone very close by. Even if it's just like, hey, I bought you a cup of coffee. Here you go. Have a wonderful day. Those little acts of charity are are so important to the person that you affect and to yourself as well, because doing something good for someone else makes you feel good and because that's what we're made for that God wants us to be doers of good so make it small make it simple if I'm I bet you that if you would do something really kind to someone uh, in moments where you feel overwhelmed that negative feeling will dissipate will start to go away and you will feel stronger and happier and at the same time, maybe also less guilty uh, that you're not following all these terrible events in the world, uh, minutes to minutes, because well, you're too busy doing good in order to do that. So that would be my advice. Uh, whenever you're struggling with these um, with these negative, dark thoughts, do a pattern interrupt. Go do something positive for yourself and then for someone close to you and see how that impacts uh, your overall mood. And uh, and also a very practical piece of advice, something I personally do. I don't watch the television news because I know I cannot control what kind of images they're going to bombard me with. So I follow the news if I want to get an update, I just read it. Um, or even I I will uh, just listen to, like, the short... The BBC has a podcast, and some of the broadcasting... The news organizations in the US have similar updates, where it's just five minutes. And they give you a few, you know, headlines, and that's it. And that, that for me, that's enough. I don't need to see the images, all those atrocities. That, that is not going to help anyone i know how terrible it is um and it it doesn't it doesn't add to the, the world's solutions it just confirms what we already know and that is that war is for losers there there are only losers in wars there's never uh, a, a never a winner and so what are you going to do um to bring about peace and to bring about positivity and light and be inspired by stories that are giving you that same feeling if you are in a negative mood don't go play a first person shooter (laughs) you know go and and uh, play a fun puzzle game or like right now I'm playing a, a funny game it's called cocoon and it's it's just this amazing you're you're this little dude with wings and uh, you have to solve puzzles it's a wonderfully done 3d game the puzzles at first seem impossible but the, but it's like the more you try the more you figure out how to how to get around those obstacles it's very well balanced and um, whenever my mind is too full and i'm even too like it's too busy in my head even to read an audiobook I just zone out by playing a puzzle game and I can just focus and it really helps especially in the evening before I go to bed it calms me down which also prevents me from having nightmares about <laughs> whatever imagery I would have seen if I would watched the news. So I hope this works for you. Let me know uh, as always in the comments or uh, on Discord if you're a patron um, your, your thoughts on, on, on this matter and uh, And I hope it helps. Uh, And know that if, if you feel, if you if if you feel it's too much, uh, you are in my prayers, Um, and I'm thinking of you, and I'm sending you a lot of positive thoughts, for for what it's worth. Um, For my patrons, stick around because of course we're going to walk the extra mile, Um, and I've got some updates on uh, uh, some of the things that I've been developing um, for TikTok and YouTube and Instagram even. And also how I think I figured out how I'm going to do um, the break in, this week and the following weeks. So I've got some really cool ideas. Anyway, so that's for my patrons. If you want to join them, go to patreon.com slash We'll talk soon. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay positive. God bless.